Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along with Lisa Cohen. Hi. And Lisa, I hope that you and Dave are going to stay for dinner. We are. Are you kidding? I can I can smell the lasagna you can. all the way up here that is Alana's working on and uh I'm ready. Yeah, that very, is very very excited. It makes it easy to uh just, you know, make it through the episode. Beautiful. Yeah. Alana's uh, lasagna is <laughs> I'm sorry uh, that our listeners do don't have that at the yes. end. <laughs> uh, let me paint a picture. No, they, I, the uh, Alana's lasagna is uh is wonderful. That's so, um, that's like a tongue twister. Alana's, it is a little bit of Alana's a tongue twister. Lasagna. But I'm my, I'm my mouth is watering thinking totally. about it. So um uh, yeah, I'm glad you'll be staying for dinner. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so our regular listening audience knows that on this show, we look at the list of things that Milo loved, and Lisa picked something at random, and off we go. So Lisa, anything today jumping out at you? Kenrich Williams. Kenrich Williams. Is that name familiar to you at all? No. This is not going to no, surprise you. No, and in fact, you. I'm not, I, I thought maybe it was Kenrick. Yeah. I'm told it's Ken Rich. So it won't surprise you to know that this is an athlete. Um, <laughs> no Ken Rich Williams is a basketball player um, who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Milo loved Ken Rich Williams for the same reason that a lot of people love Ken, Ken Rich Williams. And that's because he is an African-American basketball player with a mullet. <laughs> and it is the most unusual hairdo in the NBA for sure, where um, it's just got a thick belt at the very bottom in the back <laughs> like that protrudes support. further out than the rest of the hair. And it's very, very unusual. And it draws everyone's attention who sees him for the first time. No, he's turned into a pretty productive NBA player. Um, but the first thing you notice about Kenrich Williams is... Uh, is this very unusual mm, hairdo. Mm-hmm. And immediately, of course, when Milo finds a player who has something unusual mm. or that is either rare in his appearance or in the way he plays the game, he immediately goes on to the list of things, uh, players that Milo loved. So this actually takes me back. You know, I've said to our audience before that Dave and I went to college together. And we had a common friend whose name was Dave Dimlick, who we've lost touch with over time. But he every year would name like his all Dimlick team. I hadn't (laughs) thought about this before. But basically, the all Dimlick team was like a bunch of college players who either did something really goofy in a game or kind of looked goofy (laughs) or had like a bizarre skill. And now that I'm thinking about it, sort of the players that Milo liked, he kind of liked for similar reasons. Hmm. Um, I mentioned Kenrich Williams already, um, but he also loved in the NBA Reggie Evans. I know people who are fans of the Nets might remember uh, Reggie Evans playing for the Nets. Um, Reggie had no offensive game to speak of, but was an absolutely fanatic rebounder. Hmm. And he would score like two points and grab 20 rebounds and he was like six foot seven i mean he wasn't that big yeah. by nba standards but his game was so unusual and he became a productive nba player 
even though he was completely incapable Useless. of shooting yeah. a basketball. So yeah. he was another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of the list of players that Milo loved, he loved Thad Young. Thad Young, another Brooklyn net. Um, he, Milo loved in part because he was a net, but also in part because his game was similar to Milo's to the extent that you could say that an NBA player's right. game was similar to Milo's game. He was left-handed. Uh-huh. His game was a little awkward, but fluid at the same time. Uh-huh. He was a little plasticky, like his body was the a little eel. rubbery, an eel. a little eely. Yeah. Um, and he also shot a floater like Milo did. Like he would kind of nice. get into the lane and shoot a floater. And he was left-handed and everything looked like it was being done by a left-hander. A little awkward. And he's still playing today. He was always one of Milo's yeah. favorites yeah. in sort of his uh, developing years as a Nets fan. Um, he loved Trevor Booker also on the Nets. For a similar reason that he loved Reggie Evans, he was just a fanatic rebounder, also left-handed, uh-huh. which always made somebody appealing to Milo. Loved Andre Blatch. And then we get to players who... Any Milo, other any other crazy hairdos? Uh, any other crazy hairdos on... Let me think about it a little bit. Um, not so it really. Wasn't, it wasn't always a physical thing. Liked, it was more of a... He, he liked, some of it was physical. He liked a, he liked a player named Ish Smith. Um, and I hope, Ish, you're not listening, but he liked Ish Smith because he thought he looked like a goat. Um, so it wasn't so much the hairdo, Got but uh, not G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. It yeah. actually looked a little yeah. bit like a goat. Um, but um, he was also, he also appreciated Ish Smith's game and the fact that he played on like 15 NBA teams. And every time we watched him play, we would say, this guy is so good. He would always burn the nets and then... Six weeks later, he would get waived and picked up by another team. And he may, at this point, have the record for like most NBA wow. teams ever played for. But the reason Milo loved him was because he looked a little bit like a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there are two players that I also have to mention as players that Milo loved. Um, one, Jared Allen, who played for the Nets. Um, he was this super smart guy who played at the University of Texas who was a really, really smart and thoughtful guy, like one of the most incredible interviews ever, just when he'd be interviewed, spoken full paragraphs, so Mm -hmm. thoughtful, like never gave stock answers. And uh, when he played for the Brooklyn Nets, he was a young single guy. He was drafted when he was 19 years old. And uh, twice Milo just saw him walking around the neighborhood. And once Max saw him in the neighborhood too. And Milo just walked past him. They were each by themselves, crossing the Gowanus Canal over uh-huh. the Carroll Street Bridge, maybe the Third Street Bridge. And Milo just kind of nodded at him and he nodded back. And awesome. It was kind of a perfect exchange between these two guys. Yeah. You know, um, Milo would sometimes refer to himself as a nerd. And I know Jarrett Allen referred to himself as a nerd as well. And um, I think Milo felt sort of a kinship to Jarrett Allen because he was very lanky. He was not left-handed, but was smart definitely mm-hmm. sort of had a gave off a nerdy vibe mm-hmm. um and played for the nets and milo just loved him and right. really everybody in our neighborhood loved jared allen it was a dark day in brooklyn when Aww. he was traded to the cleveland cavaliers it was very very difficult for us very very <laughs> difficult uh in the interest of quote unquote improving the team they unloaded jared allen to cleveland and it was there was I'm mourning. Sorry. There was mourning, yes, at least in yes. Park Slope for sure. And another guy he loved too. God, these guys are all in the Nets. Was um, Nick Claxton, who's still in the Nets. And Milo loved his game because Nick is left-handed, 
but there's actually a story behind Nick also. He was also drafted in the first round by the Nets later than Jared Allen was, and a few years later, he was left-handed. But our very good friend, Ronnie Zidell, who's been in the basketball business for many years, um, was able to set up a Zoom call between Milo and Nick Claxton when Milo was first diagnosed. Wow. So Milo, at the time, still um, hadn't begun losing weight. I'm not even sure he began treating. He still had all of his hair. And he was connected to Nick Claxton, who video conferenced Milo. And, of course, he kicked Alon and me out of the room (laughs) and proceeded to have, like, a 45-minute chat with Nick Claxton. Like, I don't think it was intended to be that long. But... And Milo's awesome. And Mi- so Milo's the- awesome. But Nick Claxton was, I'm not going to say who was more awesome, but Nick Claxton was the one who was being asked to do a favor. Milo was the one who was sort of a starstruck teenager. Right. But what I'm saying is Claxton, Claxton obviously identified that this kid was like, like a nice, interested kid. And it wasn't some like, you know, flashy thing. It was like, oh, I'm interested in this guy. Yeah. Like, he seems cool. Like, yeah. let's just keep chatting it up. Yeah. And of course, all the stuff afterwards that I asked Milo like a pain in the ass dad does if he discussed with Nick Claxton he's like no yeah no yeah no <laughs> talked no. about basketball like, yeah, right. dad but but I said did you tell him you play basketball he's like yeah. he's not interested in my basketball <laughs> Nick Claxton is not talking to me to hear about my intramural game I'm like you know you're kind of right yeah. he doesn't want to hear about rec basketball very wise kid and yeah I you know and I said what did you guys talk about he's like we talked about plenty. We were on the phone for 45 minutes. It was a great call. He was awesome. Yeah. And I did hear, I couldn't help it. And I did kind of put my head down. You just happened to have a, have have a to, glass right, to the door. <laughs> Old fashioned. Does that work? <laughs> I don't a glass know. to the door. And I do remember listening to a little bit of it. And Nick Claxton was such a gentleman. And he was asking Milo about himself, yeah, not just yeah. about this awful diagnosis that he'd been given, but he was asking him about where he went to school and what he was interested in, which forever I'm indebted to Nick Claxton. I mean, what 19, 20 year old professional athlete would ask a 17 year old, 18 year old boy about his life. Um, But he did. And I remember hearing Milo say, well, I'm kind of a nerd. Um, because I think that he thought as compared to Nick Claxton, who he actually was quite similar in age, Nick was only like a year or two older, that Nick Claxton was traveling the world and was yeah, this world-class yeah. athlete. And Milo was a high school student. Yeah. So I think by definition, he felt that relative to Nick, yeah. he was kind of a nerd. And I think Milo thought of himself as sort of athletic, but a little nerdy too. More of a math guy. More of a yeah. math guy, maybe. Yeah. And Nick Claxton was like, I, I heard him say... It doesn't sound that way to me. It sounds mm. like you got a lot going on. Mm. And Milo's like, well, you know, right. we can eat to each his own. You're entitled right. to your own opinion. Right. Um, but what Nick a nice Claxton guy. was a great guy. And yeah. I, I do have to mention also, Milo and I, we had one inside joke that was just great. We had a team we called the all old man face team. Now, <laughs> I hope none of these guys yeah. is listening to this program or if they are, would take offense if anyone if they ever find out about it, <laughs> this was done with love. And these are just a handful of guys, some of them extraordinarily handsome. I say that 
whether they're listening or not. Very handsome. It's but okay. looked older than their age. I don't want to get beat up here. I don't want Milo to get beat up or anyone to get the wrong idea. But there were a number of guys. We would joke all the time that these guys are members of the old, old man face team. And we would scour late night NBA TV and watch a lot of games Look looking, for, some for, more. looking oh, for new membership. Nice. But the membership included, as I recall, uh, DeAndre Ayton, who is on the Phoenix Suns, who came into the league as a young guy, but looked quite a bit older. <laughs> uh, what, 35? Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot younger than I look, of course. Right. <laughs> um, Patrick Williams plays for the Chicago Bulls, looks older than his age. Um, Xavier Tillman. Uh, is it a hair thing? Is it a jowls thing? Um, it's more like the shape of the face. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, Trevion Graham, and of course, Tyrone Hill, who played many years ago, but I had to show Milo a picture of oh. because I said, your guys on your old man face team are all legitimate entries. But Tyrone Hill was the original member Got it. of the, He's old, the one that old man it off. face team. He's on the Mount Rushmore of the old man face team. <laughs> and again, this is all done with love, all yes. said with love. Yes. And yes. every time now I see any of those players, to the extent that they're still playing in the league, or any other players with uh, an old man face, it yeah, makes me think about that course. scene that Milo and I yeah. would always talk about. It's great. And, it's like he was into the sports, but he there was obviously, as... As with everything with Milo, there's another level. Yeah, there's another and level. And he's getting enjoyment out of, you know, uh, other other pieces of it than just who's winning. And right, losing. it was a little bit old Dimlick and that idea that um, you could, everyone could appreciate Michael Jordan, but that he was seeing something else yes. that made an individual interesting. Again, right. whether it was a quirk of their game, a quirk of their appearance, um, or something else that made them stand out. Yeah. And um, he was drawn to it. He was drawn to it. And as I said, and I'll say one more time... <laughs> All done with love. <laughs> They're not please, coming after you, Daryl. Please, please. <laughs> uh, that's all the time we have on this episode of Milo Time. Be sure to join us again next time when we once more look at the list of things that Milo loved.